You're listening to Leaving Toxic, the podcast where we talk about how to throw out the trash in your life, whether it be your habits, your mindset, your environment, or the people around you. I'm your host, Telly Rose. Are you ready? Let's leave toxic. Welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about being afraid of feelings. And this is a juicy one because it's something that I myself have struggled with and sometimes still do struggle with from time to time. And it's definitely something that I see my clients struggling with. I would say every single one of them. And a lot of times the fear of a particular emotion the fear of a feeling is actually the true fear. One of the reasons I got an inspiration to talk about this topic was because I recently shared a piece of content about noticing that your partner is actually a child in an adult body that you have to babysit and noticing the program that is running within you the program of self-sacrifice that you may have been, that may has, have been installed in you since you were a child. You may have learned that your value comes from giving to other people and performing and self-sacrificing, that that's where all your value comes from. So then you get a program of self-sacrifice and people-pleasing and codependency installed into you. And just because it was installed when you were under 18 does not mean that it is going to uninstall at age 18. You just carry on and the program continues to run and it continues to affect your life. So that is the piece of content that I shared was about babysitting and how that program plays out in not just not just with people we date but it plays out in other areas of our lives if we really look closely and i got a comment on that content from a person who said that something about that guilt though then if you don't do the thing adhere to the request meet the need of someone else then you deal with guilt and so I did respond to that comment, but I wanted to expand on it in an episode because when it really comes down to it, when we say that we are unable to set boundaries, when we are unable to do what is necessary to properly screen friends and romantic partners before we commit our whole selves to them, when we say that we're uncomfortable saying no, when we say we're uncomfortable living our lives the way we would, we would like to live them, what is the fear there? It could be that we're afraid of somebody else rejecting us. We're afraid of being alone. We're afraid of abandonment. But underneath all of those things, what we're really afraid of is a feeling we're afraid of a feeling that might come as a result of doing something different or doing what's best for us, making a particular decision, saying no to someone. We are afraid of the emotion. We're afraid of a, of a feeling. 
And when we realize that what we're really afraid of, and this can translate to so many things, it doesn't have to be just saying no to somebody or setting boundaries. This could be anything. When we're afraid, obviously there are other things to be afraid of that are not just a feeling. It's We, we can be afraid of getting in a car accident. Um, we, we could be afraid of being kidnapped. <laughs> you know, there are things that are worse than just simply an emotion. But for most, I would say most of our life, the things that we're afraid of involve in being afraid of a feeling. So if we don't want to try something new, then we might be afraid of not succeeding. That's something we probably, a lot of us, right? I'm Me too. A lot of us can struggle with the fear of not succeeding. So sometimes we don't even try something because if we don't succeed, then we are so afraid of the feeling that comes with not succeeding. And I will tell you, even as a business owner, that that is something that I, when you become a, a business owner, you, are, you sign up to be disappointed. I'm not saying all the time, but it isn't something that's easy to do. And that is widely known. And you just have to know that you are going to face obstacles and you are going to be disappointed. And so when you, when you know that and you know that actually what I'm afraid of, what I'm really scared of is actually feeling disappointed in myself. When you understand that that's what it is, then that can be liberating like nothing else. If that's the true fear, there's a solution for that. If that's the true fear is that you don't want to feel sad, depressed, hopeless, disappointed, angry, rejected, there's a solution for all of that. And it isn't just avoiding doing things that would bring up those emotions. The solution is to continue to do the things anyway that align with who you are and who you want to be. And to know that no matter what, you have your own back. To know that you can handle any emotion that comes up for you. And it's not even a lie. That's the truth. You can, you may not, you may not have your own back right now. You know, you may have been living your life totally sacrificing yourself, throwing yourself in the freaking garbage, putting yourself last. You may have been living your whole life that way. But what I'm telling you right now is you have a choice. You get to have a choice in the matter. You do have a choice in the matter. And you can choose to believe, even if you don't straight up believe I can have my own back, if that sounds too far out there for you, then you can say, I believe 
I am willing to believe that I am capable of learning how to have my own back. And I know that's more words, right? But it might sound more realistic for you. I'm willing to believe that I'm capable of having my own back. I'm willing to believe that I can handle any emotion that comes up for me. I am willing to believe that I can trust myself to make the decisions that are in my best interest. Once you get on a journey, and it is a journey, it's not, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, just flip the switch to believing in yourself and then you're good. It's not like that, especially when you've been living with a program of self-sacrifice and people-pleasing and codependent behaviors. It's not just a switch that you flip on and off. It is a journey. And I'm telling you that it's a journey that is possible. I'm telling you that you have a choice. You do have a choice. And I know that some people might listen to this and think, well, I, I don't have a choice. No, it's not that you do not have a choice, is that you're choosing different than what I'm saying. You're not allowing the possibility that is realistic, that you realistically do have a choice that is different than what you have been choosing. When you decide that you do have a you you have a choice in the matter of your life. Yes, there are things that happen that are totally out of your control. People die, people get sick, you might get sick, you might lose your job. There's so many things that can happen that are not within your control. But I'm here to remind you of what you can control. I'm here to remind you of solutions and and a solution to the fear of feelings is to start working on your belief in your ability to have your own back and your ability to sit with uncomfortable emotions because you can handle any emotion that comes up for you. How does it feel to think that thought? I can handle any emotion that comes up for me. I'm sure it feels a lot better than I can't handle feeling guilty. I can't say no. There are certain thoughts that will take your power away. And if you're not aware of the thoughts that you're thinking, your mind will lead you wherever it's used to going. It's going to go down the paths that it knows how to go down. Because our brains love habits. The primitive part of our brain, at least, loves habits. So the behaviors that you take and the thoughts that you think are avoidance of certain emotions, then your brain, that part of your brain is just going to go, oh, well, this is what we do. And obviously, because we keep doing it over and over again, then this is a survival technique. And we need to keep doing it because this is we're, we're going to die without it. The primitive part of the brain doesn't know the difference between something that's good for you and something that's bad for you. All it knows is it's something that you do over and over and over again. And so the journey to getting to a place where you truly believe that you can handle any emotion that comes up for you 
is in repetition of reminding yourself that you can, reminding yourself of the reality that you actually have thus far. You are here today listening to my podcast with life experience of having felt so many different emotions, ones that you would categorize positive, negative, or neutral. And you have handled them. Now, whether you believe you handled them well or not, that's something different, but, but you handled them. You are still here. You can. You can handle and still survive any emotion that comes up for you. And the root of your fears very often isn't what you think it is. It isn't rejection from someone else. It isn't being alone. It isn't not succeeding. What you're afraid of is a feeling. You're afraid of an emotion that might come as a result of a, a particular, taking a particular course of action or a behavior. Now, I know that certain decisions can have different effects on our lives, and there are decisions that can be detrimental and more than just, you know, feeling disappointed. I know that. I'm talking about this from, from a perspective of doing what's best for you, of venturing down roads unknown that will lead you closer to what you truly want but are unknown and unknown can be really uncomfortable. Yeah, if we have a dream of skydiving without, you know, a tandem, you know, person that's behind us, right? Let's say we have a dream of skydiving all by our damn selves. I wanna do it by myself. We can, you know, I can understand a very real fear of dying. <laughs> You know, the consequence of not getting that right is so much more than, you know, just feeling disappointed, feeling scared or feeling sad. Okay. So don't come at me with those scenarios because that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> Some of you might come at me with it anyway, but whatever, doesn't matter. That's not the realm of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about finally taking that class that you wanted to take. I'm talking about applying for that promotion. I'm talking about maybe making an exit plan from that toxic relationship. I'm talking about not going back to that toxic relationship. I'm talking about taking care of yourself better, saying no. Just giving more fucks about yourself. You have a choice in the matter. And the only thing that it is at times in the way of you going for what you truly want is the fear of feeling something. What would you do if you didn't have to be afraid of emotions anymore? What would you do? What would that look like? Please think about it right now. What would you do if you weren't afraid of any emotion? What would you do if you knew that whatever came up for you, that you could handle it, that you could process it, 
that you could soothe yourself and be there for yourself every time, no matter what. I'd say that maybe you could conquer the world. Maybe you could do amazing, beautiful things. And maybe they don't even have to be big things. Setting a boundary can be a big thing. Getting comfortable with uncomfortable emotions, being willing to feel uncomfortable emotions is so revolutionary. It's such an act, a radical act of rebellion against generational trauma. And I know that that's not what you think about when you think about undoing generations of trauma. But this is what it is. Sometimes it doesn't look like these, you know, it doesn't look like what you would think revolution looks like. It might not look like, you know, people filling the streets and chanting their, you know, and phrase of <laughs> resistance. It doesn't necessarily always look like that. You can be your own revolution by learning how to sit with uncomfortable emotions and understanding that your fear of them is only that it is just fear of an emotion. And like I said, in a recent post, emotions are like the ocean, like the waves in an ocean. They visit frequently but they don't take up permanent residence. Like waves in the ocean, they're not going to stop coming, but they're also not there forever. If you were to try something and, and not succeed and feel disappointment, that is not going to be your default setting for the rest of your life. And I know you know that. I know you know I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. But if you were brought up to care more about what other people think and care more about what other people need, then it is going to feel like a threat to your survival to have to deal with uncomfortable emotions because other people you were taught, other people dictate how you get to feel about yourself. I'm sure you were never told that directly, but that's the message. That's the programming. Other people get to dictate how you feel about yourself. Other people get to dictate how worthy you are. Other people get to dictate whether you're included, whether you're part of something. So it makes all the sense in the world to me that you didn't learn how to sit with uncomfortable emotions. You didn't learn that the full spectrum of emotions is human life. 
you cannot switch on <laughs> positive emotions and then switch off negative ones. Life encompasses the, the entire spectrum of human emotion. And I'm not a religious person, but I tend to pick different pieces of religion and um, the, the parts that resonate with me. And what really resonates with me about Buddhism is that the whole philosophy is life is suffering. And so that is true. I believe that that is true. <laughs> Because there are things that are not within our control. There are inevitable sufferings in life. If we live long enough, then people around us will die. We will see them. We will experience the losses of lives around us if we live long enough. That is a guarantee. And so using that as an example, there are certain things in life that are guaranteed suffering so if life is suffering and i'm not saying i don't think that philosophy doesn't mean that life is 100 percent 24 7 suffering i just mean that life what it means is life involves suffering and that is a fact and there there is suffering that is inevitable and uncontrollable and then there's suffering that is avoidable. Why not just accept that life has uncontrollable, inevitable suffering? Because raging against the machine and trying to just avoid putting the blinders on and trying to avoid certain emotions is 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 avoiding life to deny negative emotions is to deny life and you don't have to agree with me <laughs> i'd still love to argue a case with anyone who wants to you know it's like i'm it's like i'm sitting at that table that says you know change my mind <laughs> you know, life involves suffering change my mind no one just walks through life and is skipping through the meadows every single day. A lot of times, happiness and joy and fulfillment comes from the process, the journey of getting to what we want. How many people have been so excited to go on a vacation and the trip to the destination is fun and exciting and yay just you know it's like it seems time seems to like go by quickly and it's just the anticipation of it all and then the beginning of the the vacation experience might be really fulfilling and 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 exciting and fun and and relaxing or whatever it's supposed to be and then towards the end of the trip you might start to feel the dread like oh my god and it's almost over and then the trip home is a whole different experience right it's kind of like mm, 
it's it's it can be sad <laughs> it can be just the the energy level is so much lower because the anticipation and the journey and then the present experience the actual experiencing of but then the completion of the thing that we wanted is actually can can be kind of deflating I mean, how many people go into depression after they achieve something? It's kind of like, wow, like I, all this work, all this journey, and now I have the thing, and now what? It's all temporary. You're going to want another thing. So why not start working on how well you can sit with difficult emotions so you can actually experience more of, of life? Know that you can tenderly hold yourself and maybe even let yourself be held because sometimes people that have trouble setting boundaries also have trouble receiving love and support it's a beautiful beautiful life even with negative emotions what would you do if you were no longer afraid of a feeling. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, consider leaving a review so more people can find it. Look, I'm about solutions and I'm taking client applications until all the slots are filled. If you'd like to apply to become a client, to find out more about me and access other tools, see the show notes or visit my website at tullyrose.com. This has been Leaving Toxic. Thanks for joining me.